0: Welcome to 1136. I'm Veronica Welch and I explore the process of self-expression with artists and space holders. So today I'm talking with Zoe Welch who happens to be my sister-in-law. She introduced me to my husband and I've known her for almost 20 years now. We have woven in and out of each other's lives and now get the beautiful opportunity to work together. So she is a sound bowl practitioner. She also sings, and in this episode, she talks about her process over the course of her life with music, how it has gotten her through really difficult times, how she's struggled with being a practitioner, stepping into her gift and sharing that in service. She talks about the responsibility of being a practitioner and her relationship with service. So she herself is just such a gift. She's just such a a beam of joy. Um, Hearing her talk is her sense of respect and awe and wonder. for sound is so contagious. It just really feels so good (laughs) um, to hear her talk about her gift. So I'm excited for you. We both hope that this episode supports you to connect to your unique process and your self-expression, and we hope you enjoy it.
1: How are you? I'm great. Good. I'm excited just for everything in general. And I feel like I'm like at the bottom of this giant mountain that just is like all of this excitement and all these things that we've been working toward and have been excited about are like coming to fruition. I feel like I'm at the very bottom of like this really awesome incline. So that's mm. pretty cool.
0: Yeah, that feels,
1: I feel the same way like I can't see it yet I don't know what it all is but it's there and like I just feel like we're approaching it and
0: it's just like all this excitement yeah that feels right okay so can you tell us a bit about what you do now
1: yes so right now I do monthly sound baths at 1136 I hope to make that mom more often So that's something that I'm really looking forward to. Um, I also have weekly sound baths at Unwind that I do on Mondays and Wednesdays. Um, Really, my focus and my hope for the sound bath is that people feel themselves coming home to themselves. That's what my focus is, is to really create a space where people can be free. You know, to have that expression, um, whatever it is that comes up for them in the sound bath for that to be something that um, is specifically for them, that each person really kind of goes through like a growing experience to accept themselves or embrace themselves and experience themselves. And uh, so I think like as I go through these sound baths and I really learn like who I am in this space, um, other people will be welcome to do the same for themselves. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not quite sure yet what this giant picture is of what it is that I'm doing, but I know that I'm here to share something that's really important. And I think that like through me growing and myself doing these sound baths, other people can experience themselves in new ways as
0: well. So I see. So it's like a parallel process. Yeah. As you step into your power and experience a deeper part of yourself you know that you'll have that transmission for your clients. Exactly.
1: Yeah. And it's changing, you know, it change every, just like we, as people are changing, things are changing every day. So as I learn and grow in that, I'm hoping that others can as well. Mm -hmm. So right now I'm just hoping to offer an experience of peace and coming home, Mm -hmm. you know, just people feeling like in that moment of like coming home to themselves and being free to express that in whatever way.
0: Yeah, what, what do you mean by
1: coming home to yourself? Um, I guess just, what I mean by that is just feeling like wherever you are, that you're home. That there's not really any particular thing that you're trying to reach for except to just be with yourself and be happy with yourself and love yourself where you're at. I think it's something that I've like struggled with throughout my life, and um, it's something that I'm working on personally, so it's really important to me that that i help others do that as well like whether or not i'm there i can at least be like a conduit for other people to walk that path Mm -hmm. so just the same as like the exchange of energy i just feel like i'm growing with the people that i'm offering these services to it's like Mm -hmm. a continuous growth Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: learning experience
0: Mm, i love that i'm just now realizing that we totally skipped over what a sound bath is (laughs) well we can talk about that so a sound bath is a combination of meditation
1: and sound healing so every single thing we experience and know vibrates at a specific frequency the whole point of a sound bath is to literally tune your body back to its natural state so like each bowl has a specific frequency that it vibrates at and they're perfect tones
0: Um, i'm getting perfect tone what does that mean
1: so a perfect tone just means that it's vibrating at a at a perfect frequency. I wish that I knew a better way to explain this. Um, the best way that I can think of, of it is that there, there's no dissonance mm. in that tone. There's no, like it is just vibrating exactly at the tone it's supposed to be vibrating at. And as people, every single tiny thing that we experience is going to either affect our vibration positively or negatively. You know, just the tiniest bit of frustration that we feel during the day when we're in traffic affects you in a negative way, whether you realize it or not. And so these perfect tones that we're playing, um, literally matches up with the dissonance in your body and entrains it to that perfect tone. So just like a piano is being tuned, people use tuning forks. And when they do that, they'll play the note over and over again and then it just matches the vibration of the tuning fork which is just mind blowing to me. Wait, so can you
0: can you slow down and say that another way?
1: So just like an instrument needs to be tuned, you know, you tune a piano, you tune a guitar, the whole point is so that they play in the correct tone so that you don't have a weird dissonance so that things the notes that you're playing go together essentially. And what happens whenever we tune a piano is the person that's tuning the piano will strike a note. And if it doesn't sound like it's supposed to, they'll use a tuning fork and they'll strike that note over and over again and strike the tuning fork until those sounds merge together mm-hmm. so, and it's the same
0: tone. It is it right to say that different, like, different um, people, this is really going to show my ignorance about pianos and tuning, but... So like whoever tunes the piano or whatever like tuner that they use it could be like say this piano could be tuned and this piano could be tuned but they could be in different tunes.
1: No, well No because the whole point is that there's all pianos have the same notes. You know, each key is going to be the same note. So they're all supposed to be in the same I don't know how to explain it. Each note is each note regardless of what piano it's on. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, you know, a tuned piano is supposed to sound just the same as the next tuned piano. They're all mm-hmm. supposed to be exactly that same, which is why we can tune it with a tuning fork because we know this is how
0: this note is supposed to sound. Gotcha. Well, I'll share where my head was at with that. I was thinking of you as the tuner mm-hmm. and you, like, giving these perfect notes because, in my experiences with you, you you give specific notes based on the people who are there.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, and it's really just based on like the energy that I get and what I've asked people like before we start to kind of figure out like where they're at and what they're wanting out of the experience. Um,
0: So it's kind of like you have water and you have like food and you like see what your clients need but it's the same like the tone is the tone right like exactly you get yes. what they need based on what they you give yeah based on what they need
1: yeah so like each tone so what we do is there's actually a book that i read that's called human tuning by john bolio And he did this amazing experiment where he struck specific notes with a tuning fork and then watched how his body reacted to them. He sat in a completely silent room and literally listened to his own vibration, his own body and the sound that it made. And then he would use these tuning forks to strike them on his body. And then he could tell how that made him feel. So the whole book, It's it's an incredible read. It's really cool to figure out how our bodies can react to specific sound waves. And so what we've done is use these tuning fork um, combinations that he's made called protocols. And they're specifically designed, like one is for anxiety, call me anxiety, one is for digestive balance. And it's based off of basically the elements. So He goes into this whole explanation as far as, like, this is the fifth element, this is air, this is grounding, and he combines them together and says, okay, these four notes together will be calming anxiety because one is a grounding note, one is, um, you know, for balancing, you know, whatever it is that that he says or whatever it is that it did to his body, he put these combinations together and said, Okay, this is what the specific protocol is going to be for. So, what I do is, whenever I talk to people like beforehand, or if I just feel a certain energy or whatever it is, I kind of just let my intuition take over and then I use those notes based on that. Mm-hmm. And so, like, whenever I've done like personal work with one person I know their specific, you know, what they're looking for or whatever, then I can kind of like play around with it and I know like what each note can do and then I can create my own combinations. So it's kind of just knowing and feeling like what feels right. Because whenever I'm actually at the bowls and playing it, I'm really not thinking like, okay, now I'm going to do E because this is grounding or I'm going to do A because it's lifting and moving. Like it just is kind of the intuition part of that. And that's what's really cool. And I think a lot of the magic behind the sound bath is you... you're in tune like that you don't have to think about it whatever that person is supposed to be receiving they're going to receive you know what i mean so that's pretty cool but i do play these specific protocols that help with specific things
0: Mm -hmm. well that totally resonates as i hear you say that because my experience is that you are in this dance Mm -hmm. like you know with and that's what your other clients have said too, is that they really felt like attuned, attuned to,
1: literally. Yeah. yeah,
0: absolutely. And it's really interesting. Like whenever I
1: really get into it, whenever I'm playing a sound bath and I really just allow my intuition to move and allow, you know, everything to just be played as I feel it. It's like I had two people cry in a sound bath like a month ago and they're like, I don't know what that was, but it invoked something in me that was really emotional. And I'm like because I was feeling it. Like I was really allowing that energy to flow through me. It wasn't me thinking about what I'm doing. It was just doing it. And then the people get what, you know, whatever it is that they're wanting to receive or whatever it is that they're supposed to receive. So it's uh, really, it is like a song and dance that you're doing with the people that are in the room. You know, it's like your energies are moving and meshing with each other. And she it's just it's really cool how you can feel that
0: happening Mm -hmm. I love to see your awe and wonder of the process
1: thank you it's I think every single day every single time I play there's something new that I learn about myself too. whether it's little whether it's big and I am amazed at like how can this change concrete things you know, everything is vibrating at a frequency. Everything. This table is vibrating at a frequency. Your emotion, your thoughts, like every single thing that is on this planet is vibrating at frequency. So it's like to manipulate that, what the hell? Like that's a thing, you know what I mean? Like how can we manipulate the things around us with sound and vibration? It's never ending. Like the questions are endless when it comes to that. So like I am in awe of it. And it's exciting to share that with people, to be like, dude, this, like
0: the possibilities
1: are endless. <laughs> mm-hmm. What can we do just with vibration?
0: Mm-hmm. When do you think that you started to fall in love with sound?
1: Oh my gosh. Probably in the womb. My mom loves music. My mom has been a singer. Like I can't think of a time that music wasn't like the focal point for me. It's always been like whenever I was little, my dream career would be to be a singer. You know, that's what I wanted to do. And it's still what I want to do. Like, I still want to be in a band. So it's always been there. But I guess I didn't get down to, like, the super, super basics of just the vibration and how that affects you until I went to my first thumb bath, which was with you. And learned, like, what? This is a thing? Like, wow.
0: What was that experience like?
1: Um, It was honestly life-changing. Like, I mean, obviously, I moved from... Arkansas to Houston just because of that one time that I was like I want to do this like this is the coolest thing I've ever experienced it was really it was Mm life-changing it like opened a whole new door of possibilities for me that I didn't know exists like you know how you have like a that feeling of like I know that there's something out there for me and I know I don't know what it is yet but it's there and you just kind of follow that like calling and it that was the day that I found it So it was, like, really eye-opening and terrifying.
0: Mm -hmm. You know what I'm feeling for me now that I think that I haven't um, really, I think I knew but didn't, like, have in the forefront was um, how you really are a natural spiritual teacher. Wow. Yeah. I think that that's something
1: that I haven't really been able to like own yet. And it's something that I'm working on, um, like really accepting and like growing in that. But I think that you're right. And I think even as a kid, like I had this like natural intuition of healing and wanting to like make people feel good and feel loved, you know? And I think just like really like honing in on that and embracing that and like having people like you, my life that support that and, you know, want to see that grow. It's like really interesting how it's like taken its own life. You know what I mean? And it's not really even something that I control or it's like its own thing. That's not necessarily outside of me, but it is, you know what I mean? It's like inside of me and outside of me.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, You really have such a like respect for, um, life like I I it's really cool to see how you've fallen in love with your life and mm. with your work thank you it's hard not to
1: like it's just been such a wild ride <laughs> can you
0: speak more to that right so like you say in the womb is when you first started to fall in love with sound how did music influence your life what was can you just walk us through like the practice how it looked from the outside and then how maybe as it fits how it felt from the inside and even looking back your perspective i bet was a bit Mm -hmm. different um what has your process with sound been leading you to this point so
1: i'd say you know as a little kid singing in the car the home video that we have me dancing to a lot of set and singing like it just started with a love for like how the music made me feel and how the sound made me feel and just like this excitement of just the energy moving and the goosebumps that you get when you hear a really good song, you know, like it started in that way. And then I did choir in elementary school and then it came to a place of like, not only just feeling music, but for performing that and how that feels in the body and like this expression that you're releasing through something that is giving you a physical reaction, like sharing that, like I have goosebumps right now, just thinking about that. Um, so I think it changed in a way of, like, not only just experiencing it, but sharing it, which kind of molds it into a whole different appreciation and respect um, and excitement, you know, to be like, oh, like, I harness this power. I can give this, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, like, moving into junior high and high school and just singing and doing competitions, and um, I actually was 19th chair in Mm -hmm. all region in high school. That was pretty cool. Like I didn't know that. Yeah. I was 19th chair for the alto section. So that was really fun. Mm -hmm. Um, and then just like watching my mom sing and having her kind of be like a coach for me as far as just like anything, you know, when it comes to music, like she was always very supportive of that. So that was really cool. Um, and just, kind of like wish to follow in her footsteps of like doing traveling, singing and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. She's sending people's weddings. Like I remember being a kid and watching my mom perform in people's weddings regularly. Mm -hmm. And that was something that I was like, I want to do that. You know what I mean? Like I want people to ask me to share that gift. Mm -hmm. And so that kind of like was inspiring for me too. But, um, yeah, I guess just like performing through high school and singing in choir and going to all region And then just, um, that's never really gone away. I think that I've always just felt like I want to perform, you know, like today I do karaoke, you know, like we go out and karaoke is my way to share that and express that. And my love of music has just carried me, I think to this deeper place of like just the vibration itself, like, that's how I've gotten here. That's how I've fallen in love with these bowls and what they do and realizing the basics of the healing aspects of music. Mm. You know, like even your favorite song that you listen to in your car, you don't, you're not thinking while you're listening to that, like how this is affecting your body. Mm. You know what I mean? But it's obviously making you feel really good. And so then getting to the basics of that and being able to play these pure tones and perfect sounds for people is just like, Kind of blows my mind honestly because mm-hmm. i'm just like how did get here <laughs> like mm-hmm. this is so cool to be like down to the the core of what music is mm-hmm. and what it does for us mm-hmm. and so now i'm hoping to eventually like incorporate my voice with the sound baths and then i think that's going to take shape of a whole new different thing mm-hmm. so it's ever changing i'm always open to new things i'm just excited to watch it grow.
0: Mm-hmm. So cool how you felt the love for music and you felt it in your body first, but if I'm hearing you right, you didn't even really make the connection that it was your body that felt so good.
1: No, not at all. Yeah, that's that's exactly it. I didn't yeah, I didn't make that connection. I didn't really fully realize like why my body reacts this way. And so now getting into that and like really being able to look at how that affects us and why it affects us that way is really cool. Mm
0: -hmm. How does your body feel when you give a sound bath?
1: Mm, It's a great question. So it really changes. Like sometimes it feels heavy. Sometimes it feels emotional. Um, I, last week, whenever I had my last sound bath, I thought I was going to cry playing. Like, so it changes every time. And I think that that depends on, you know, the audience that you're playing for or just, like, the energy in the room, anything could affect that. So it's different every time I play. Like, sometimes it's just a feeling of, like, gratitude, of just, I can't believe I'm doing this right now. I can't believe this is my life, you know, going around the bowls. and.
0: Um, So you really have a sensational connection to the people who are coming to your sound bath. Definitely. Because I think
1: knowing that they're seeking something, you know, knowing that they're like in some way seeking some kind of healing is like, I feel that connection to them in general already, but like feeling like they're here to get something, receive something, like it feels like it's my duty, you know, like almost like it is my calling to, to be the conduit for whatever it is that they're seeking. So like, I definitely feel a connection to the people That are here seeking something that obviously I'm seeking myself, you know, like asking questions or exploring what it is that they need or, you know, like they're all, they're all there for a reason. And so that connection to me just feels like I'm here to serve, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: like a a feeling of servitude is that a word (laughs) to the people that are there and like loving them in that space.
0: touched by this and it feels so precious and so vulnerable um, how deeply you're offering literally your body Mm -hmm. to service I don't think
1: I've thought about it that way yet like yeah that's really interesting I think that's why also there's a little bit of hesitation sometimes and a little bit of fear when it comes to like you know like the imposter syndrome side of things of like am I good enough for this like how am I supposed to give people what it is that they're wanting or needing when I don't even know myself sometimes you know and so like it feels like a lot to do but like it's such a honor like it's a blessing that I feel like I don't know why I've been chosen to do this but I'm so grateful Mm. Wow, it's like a lot it's a lot to hold and it's a lot of like power I think to like step into and own and it does get scary at times like I don't know I think just like anybody else and their power like you just feel sometimes like am I right for this am I supposed to be doing this but I get affirmations constantly and whenever I whenever you know my clients wake up or you know sit up from the sound bath and I can see that wonder in their eyes and just like that's it like that does it for me Mm -hmm. and it's worth it to know like i've been vulnerable
0: Mm. yeah i feel so curious about that vulnerability and the the scary part like can you say more about that
1: i think it's just maybe the feeling of like am i good enough you know am am i good enough for this am i worthy to give people this deep, whatever it is that they're wanting, like, that's a lot, like, to feel like people are coming, whether they realize it or not, to you for something that they're wanting inside themselves, like, that feels like a big responsibility, and so I think my fear sometimes just comes out of, like, am I good enough for this, am I going to be able to offer them what they're needing, but what it ultimately comes down to is, like, I'm not, it's not me, I'm merely the vessel for whatever it is that spirit or the universe or God or whatever you want to call it is trying to get to the receiver.
0: Mm. <clears throat> what I feel aware of is that there's a magnitude to what you're offering.
1: Mm. There is. I think that's why it feels like such a big responsibility sometimes and that it's something that I feel like needs to be taken seriously, you know, I'm not like serious as like, I don't serious about that, but just in a way of like knowing like this is really special Mm -hmm. and there is a magnitude to this and it's something that needs to be respected. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm.
0: So this is something you haven't really talked about yet. You talked about the sensations in the body and you've talked about the like attunement to perfect tones and to health and uh, peace and creativity, those things. Mm but can you say more about this like really deep touching experience there's something that it's like can't quite put your finger on or maybe you can
1: mm. like for me or for the receiver or just in general
0: you yeah, whatever comes to you I guess mm. yeah.
1: yeah I think I love that you said like you can't quite put your finger on it because that's what it feels like to me it's like this I think really what it comes down to is knowing that we're all one and feeling that connection to this oneness and knowing that like whatever it is that's moving and happening is for me and you and the next person that you interact with and the next person that they interact with and feeling like putting healing and love out into this oneness that we are. Like it feels like that's the big picture here is like this connection to like, I'm sending healing energy, you know? Like I'm giving to everything that we are as a whole. And it's not about me personally, it's not about you personally, it's about us. And just like letting things work how they're gonna work. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. So it just feels like giving to a bigger cause, like mm-hmm. to the one that we are. Well, that explains the magnitude. Mhm. Yeah, it's really I don't think I've ever really thought about it that way Mm. like what exactly it is like what the purpose is besides you know the healing and the this and that like the the big picture Mm. and I think that's
0: it yeah uh, you're really giving of who you are in service of um, oneness and the greater good, and like, yeah. Really offering yourself to God.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I've never thought about it that way, but it, it is an offering. It's allowing myself to not only like not live out of ego, because we do, and it's so easy to do, you know, to just kind of like let go and say like, I'm here. Whatever needs to be said, whatever needs to be given, whatever needs to be done, like let it let me be the vessel mm-hmm. and use me. Mm-hmm. Never thought about it that way. Mm-hmm. I think because of all the benefits that I personally get myself from it, you know, it feels like in a selfish way like I'm benefiting so much, like I've never fully thought about like what what I'm giving. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why the responsibility feels so big sometimes, you know? Like, to know, like, this is my calling, this is what I'm supposed to be doing, and it's it just feels like such a great thing that I'm just like, man, I'm doing this? Like, I'm being here, I'm, yeah. It's a really big blessing, and I it blows my mind every day, honestly. Like, I still am just
0: like, is this my life? Mm. When you say that, like, it's such a big blessing and um, is this my life, do you feel more attuned to what you're receiving out of the joy or do you feel more attuned to what you're giving or is it both? Uh, both. It changes, you know, with
1: different, with different experiences and different moments, like, I'm able to, like, see it the exchange in both sides of how it works and it's just like it's never the same it's just based off of definitely the joy that I receive from it and definitely the love that I feel like from others whenever they experience it and the love that I have for them and that I'm hoping to pass on to them in doing it like it's just very multifaceted mm-hmm. changes with every different interaction and every moment you know mm-hmm. Which is what makes it so exciting like who's to say what kind of doors this opens not even just for me but just in general Mm. you know and the way that the vibration affects everything around
0: us Mm -hmm. how beautiful like what a beautiful um, demonstration of being right in your calling being right exactly where like god's called you to be like where life has called you to be however you experience divinity and still growing still having an unconscious parts of yourself that aren't fully integrated parts of yourself that you don't understand or that you're you're walking in i feel so like so much both from you how you feel exactly right in the middle of like your life Mm -hmm. and still like growing yeah
1: yeah I don't, and I hope that never stops, you know, I hope that it always feels that way, where I'm like, this is where I'm supposed to be, grateful to be here, and there's so much more.
0: Mm.
1: Wow, Zoe, that's so uh, special. It feels special, like, feels like an honor. I feel beyond grateful every day, just like in awe of the magic that's happening around me and in me, and it just like feels unreal.
0: I just I, I wanna soak up every bit of your wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just finding myself wanting to like understand, you know, how did you get here? What had did it always feel like this for you? What how did you learn this? I don't know, (laughs) like, I wish that I could give you an explanation,
1: but it's just, I guess it's just years and years of so many different experiences just converging and happening to blossom this into whatever it is now, whatever I am now, you know? Did you
0: expect to be here? Um,
1: oh, that's a really good question. I think, I don't know if everyone feels like this sense of like, I'm special, I'm different. Like, you know, it's something that people talk about a lot where they're like, you know, my whole life I've always felt different. And I have, I have always felt different. And like, I do have a big calling, but I don't think I ever, I just always like, everyone feels that way. You know what I mean? Um so i guess yes and no i kind of yeah expected to like be here but also a part of me was like no that's you know like i'll probably just live a life where i do 95 and i you know whatever like so there's very two very real sides of that for me where it feels yeah feels like yes i kind of knew but no i kind of didn't didn't
0: so yeah because i i've, I've I think that's why I feel so touched by your awe and your wonder and your gratitude because it feels like the majority of your experience. And I've also known you to um, walk through quite intense struggles. Like you've um, you, from my view, overcome a lot. Thank you. Yeah, it and, feels like it.
1: <laughs> it's been really tough. Like, yeah and so I think that's part of the reason why I come from such a place of gratitude because I'm just like I've been through hell like I really have been through some really tough times and I've been lonely and I've been um, what I felt was deserted at times and it's like now to like be where I am and have the support that I have and just be me is enough To like bring me to tears of gratitude Mm. like how could I not be how could I not be this grateful with every single thing that I've gone through not that it's been like you know super terrible I I think I've had a great life but yeah I've been to the depths of the loneliness and the despair and the self-loathing and now it's like I've come out on the other side just feeling like Mm. I'm glad that part is over there is another side Mm-hmm. yeah especially when you feel like there there isn't you know it's like so funny how even in those times of feeling like there's not any hope like I still knew like just keep going just keep going just keep going like that's all you can do is keep going and sometimes you don't you don't keep going sometimes you just sit and you you just sit in the same spot you know metaphorically 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 whatever like sometimes you just have to sit and do nothing and realize like I don't know what I'm gonna do next but it's gonna be okay and that's kind of what I held on to and music was one of the biggest things in my life to help me through the hardest times of my life you know and I think that's why it's just something that I love so deeply to share with other people because it's so healing you know So it just, like, wraps all that up for me where I'm like, man, Mm -hmm. music has been in every single everything. Like, it's always there Mm -hmm. for
0: every single tiny bit of my life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You really have a strong transmission for helping people walk their journey because you have really walked it. And so it makes sense that you would want to share music because that was your like lifeline at that time. And it sounds like really just how you've been oriented. Like what you've been naturally gifted at. Definitely.
1: And it's like insane to me when I talk to people and people, you know, like some people just don't get music or don't care about it. I'm like, how? Like are you Mm. kidding like it's so deeply ingrained in who I am as a being that I'm just like, I cannot fathom how anyone could just be like nonchalant about music, you know, because I'm just like, this is paramount in my life, like, it is always there, in every single thing that I do, like, whether it's completely unrelated to music, there's still some kind of connection there that can be made for me. So, yeah, like, it's just, that blows my mind how people, some people are just not, it's not their thing. I just feel like it's it's everything. Like, what? Music is everyone's thing. What are you talking about?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is really, like, goes to show how in love you are with your life and with yourself and with your experience. Yeah,
1: because I can't separate. I It's like, that's not an option, that I could separate music from literally anything. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's unfathomable for me, where I'm just like,
0: mm-hmm. okay. Well. Yeah. <laughs> you can't separate music from anything, and so you found a career where music and sound gets to manipulate like your literally everything mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah that's so crazy wow that's a really cool way
1: to look at it and then like i could go down a rabbit hole too about like how we can manipulate all of these things around us and um i was just thinking the other day about how not last time i played a sound bath but probably like two or three weeks ago so i had like these papers printed out that i follow the protocols that i go through so i know you know which ones i'm going to use and i had them lying down in front of the bowls and i was playing the bowls and i literally watched the sound waves go over these papers and manipulate the words on the paper like it was insane what do you mean? I mean, like,
0: what do you mean it manipulated? I'm like, what?
1: I mean, they're like, I saw the waves going through the words, like the words were moving. Mm-hmm. as in, It was crazy. Wow. It really felt like a psychedelic experience for a second where I was like, what? But like, mm-hmm. it's that powerful. Mm-hmm. You know, the vibration is that powerful. And we just don't realize it because everything is vibrating all the time. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, what well. else? Could, I mean, if, if words on a paper can move, mm-hmm. can shake, or be manipulated by that like holy shit <laughs> like well, that's crazy
0: it's not hard to believe because like when you we feel vibration like if you feel like heavy bass you feel your body shake or if yeah. you feel a train you feel your you know you do feel it in your body it's uh, yeah and it's still like miraculous it's still it really is very cool
1: it's pretty mind-blowing i couldn't believe it whenever i saw it happen i was like
0: like this is, but of course, sure, right, yeah, of course, it's. We know this it's in science. Like everything is made of smaller things. That...
1: It's just so weird to like see it in action, you know, mm-hmm. where you're like, I've never, I just, I don't know, it just blew my mind. Mm-hmm. And that moment of, that I just had of like, but of course, like, I feel like my life is a series of that, of feeling like, well, duh, of course it would happen, mm-hmm. of course it would be that way. You know, and I think, like, Chelsea Scott really, like, drove that home for me in knowing her and seeing her experience life in that way, where she's like, well, duh, it would happen that way. Like, Mm. I've, like, really fully embraced that now, and it's funny how you can have the feeling of, like, miraculous, like, what? Mind-blowingness, but also the same feeling of, like, what else? How could it not be that way? Yeah, sure.
0: Yeah. And that reminds me of what you were saying about coming home. It's like it's there's we know ourselves there's nowhere else to go we always knew you know Mm -hmm. it's like oh i'm home like great yeah like here it is
1: that familiarity like something so simple but so profound that we as humans like go through these experiences that we're like duh Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, and, and the sadness of being so far disconnected from the self is mm-hmm. times that we've been like very. <sighs> feel alone, but we were there the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. That's really profound, too. You really want to support people because you've. It it seems like you've, like, supported people on, like, all kinds of things and a discovery, but um, have you honed in any on, like, really what what kind of healing you want to do or what, like, specifically you like the best?
1: Mm. So I guess, like, up until this point, I've basically just followed my intuition because I don't – I don't know. It almost feels like if I try to focus on one thing, then I'm losing the point, which is being – what's the kind of word that I'm looking for? Um, Moldable, movable, adaptable, where it's like no one person is needing the same thing or wanting the same thing. And so it's just like, I almost feel like if I try to hone in too much on something, then I'm I'm not available for what it is that people are wanting or needing. You know what I mean? So my goal ultimately is just to be open and be loving and kind of just feel into each person's experience and what it is that they're expecting or wanting or needing and then just ultimately being clear in the sense of like energetically to be able to give that to them not from me but from god or the universe or spirit or whatever it is that you want to call it Mm -hmm. i think that's my ultimate goal is just to be the conduit Mm -hmm. and let whatever is needing to be done or said or experienced done Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. my goal is just to love them, Mm -hmm. love each person in the way that I feel that I've been loved and I've been seen and just Mm -hmm. be, you
0: know? Yeah. Beautiful. You have a, it reminds me of, I, this feels like a really, like a mother's love, like a feminine kind of. Like a sacred feminine like the you know big sense of um just being available to attune to whatever the person needs yeah and stretching and stretching and stretching and loving and loving and loving so big that um mm. you're available to learn yeah you know, to be expanded based on what your clients are um experiencing
1: I think that's a perfect way to explain it. And I think that's a perfect way to like really see the exchange, you know, where it's like, I'm not just giving out things. I'm also receiving from the people that I'm around or, you know, that I'm giving the sound bath to or whatever. It's like such a beautiful exchange of energy that it feels like, like, I don't know I don't think that people fully realize what they're giving me and me giving them to them you know what I mean like I don't know how else to explain it It just feels like whatever it is that I'm needing or wanting I'm also receiving in that time from these people for being there and showing up and wanting wanting what it is that they're wanting like that's so beautiful to me where people are like I care enough about myself that I want to heal I want to experience this like that's really powerful. And so it's like, it feels like a gift to me that these people are open and that they're seeking something. You know what I mean?
0: -hmm. You get to be in such deep communion.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because it's not just surface. This is deep stuff, you know? I have a passion to meet people where they're at and to love them where they're at. I think that I've had so many great examples throughout my life of me needing to be met where I'm at. And I have been, you know, there have been times when I haven't been, and then there have been times when I have been and like the love that I've felt from people like you, you know, like being met where I've I've been at and like having that support and that love has been so life-changing for me that I just want to be able to do the same for others and to I just want to help people love themselves.
0: Mm. I just want to help people love themselves.
1: That's that is like, I know what my purpose in life is and that's it. Mm -hmm. I
0: want to help people love themselves. Like simple as that. Through amazing body sensations. (laughs) (laughs) Or whatever else, you
1: know, Mm -hmm. like, yeah, I don't care how it comes across. I don't care. Just like you said, like healing is so messy. It is Mm -hmm. not linear. It's, Unexpecting, unexpected like you don't know what's going to happen you don't know how it's going to happen and that's what I'm here for is like I don't care how it has to happen but I'm here for it mm-hmm. and I'm here to support you in that process
0: mm-hmm. beautiful cool well I, I just feel like wow like I think I'll be unfolding from this conversation maybe for a long time me too <laughs> <laughs>
1: This, like, really helped me explore some things that I didn't realize or fully know.
0: So, like, yeah. Thank you. Mm. Thank you for sharing. Anything else that we're missing or that should be said?
1: Um, I don't know. Oh. I feel like we touched on basically everything and so much horror. Mm-hmm. I think, really, just the main thing that I want people to know is that I'm here for whatever they have to offer, (laughs) for whatever it is that they're going through, like, I'm here. Mm -hmm. And however I can be of support in any certain situation, I vow to be open and to be
0: here. Mm -hmm. Wow. what That feels so supportive
1: the best i can do like
0: I'm, i won't be perfect and
1: i won't be you know anything but me but i'm here to support you in, in however i can and that's what i can give thank you Zoe. thank you so awesome
0: thanks for listening today if you want to know more you can check out our website or instagram at 1136.space we provide all kinds of events that will connect you more deeply to your process and your self-expression i'm sending you all so much care and i hope to see you soon